is the Bad Reputation Podcast. Subscribe to us on iTunes on your smartphone or tablet. Featuring the most up-to-date reputation management, social media, and entrepreneurial information on the web. Be sure to follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Todd Collins Official. And now, the host of Bad Reputation, the reputation rock star, Todd Collins. In three, two, one. Hey guys, I am really, really excited about this one. There's a few people on Instagram that I follow that get me super excited um, every single day where like, I can't wait to see what they're going to post next. And, you know, Shift Drinks Comedy was on last week. Those guys are fucking hilarious. Um, I've got an awesome guy that uh, I met on Instagram just going back and forth. We were having a good time. We were looking at each other's stuff. We delve a little bit deeper. And um, this is one of the things that I love about social media, man, is that uh, it connects you with people that sometimes think on the same wavelength as you or have same interests as you. And it ends up creating friendships. And to me, that is what social media is all about. So I want to introduce my good friend, my new good friend, Philip Eagle, who is known as on the gram, as well as probably other places. And we'll get into that as the honest restaurant manager. Philip, thanks for coming on, brother. I appreciate it. Hey, man, I'm super pumped to be here. Yeah, man. So honest restaurant manager, um, you know, the, the restaurant industry, um, I've been in this industry uh, helping restaurants for, uh, God, almost seven years now. And I've met some of the most polarizing personalities, greatest people, greatest families, greatest business owners uh, in my life. And what I find is that it is one of the funniest industries to be in and the craziest things happen. I've never seen anything like it. I've never seen any other industry like it. Um, and you as a general manager of a restaurant, basically at this point, I guess something must've sent you over the edge to create the honest restaurant managers page. <laughs> There's 64,000 people that follow your page on a daily basis and they fucking love it. So fill us in how did the honest restaurant manager, how was it born? So it's not, it's not actually quite what you think. I actually, when I started this page, I actually wanted it to be a motivational page. Um, I wanted it to be service tips. Uh, I wanted it to be, yeah, what people would come in and, they, and, they, and they'd see stuff that made them, uh, you know, feel good and ready to pop into their restaurants. And I still try to do that every once in a while. I uh, still try to keep that involved, you know, especially in my stories. I'll, I'll, I'll definitely throw some tips in there. But it didn't take very long for me to realize that, uh, you know, the market there wasn't quite what I was expecting. So I switched over to memes. Um, and, uh, and right away, I think that, you know, I was having a lot of fun doing it. And I realized that this was actually a really fun game. Uh, and, uh, and I had a lot of fun posting memes and, 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 and kind of doing that stuff until I realized that I actually wasn't that good at memes. <laughs> I was okay, but I was, you know, I was, yeah, I was nowhere near the level of, uh, of internet success that people had. And what I can do is I can tell stories. So, uh, you know, one thing that I've always had a lot of fun with is, is, is the ability to tell stories, which is why I switched over to kind of, you know, that Twitter account idea. And, uh, and I did that, you know, I think it was around January when I switched over to, to the Twitter and really started to, uh, to, you know, to use that and, and, and mold that into, into what I wanted my page to be today. And, uh, and that's when it really blew up and that's when it really took off. So I think that, you know, me realizing where my niche was and where I could be successful was the same spot where people, you know, started to take note and say, okay, this might be somebody that I want to watch and somebody that I want to follow and somebody that I could, you know, laugh with. So um, that's kind of how it's evolved over time. Uh, the page hasn't even been around that long. I think I started it in the fall of last year. So uh, it's actually still a relatively new page it's crazy to me how fast it's blown up and it is something that I never really would have expected. Yeah. And I mean, so what I find interesting, right, is that you started the page as this kind of like motivational way of helping other restaurant, either owners or general managers kind of, you know, tip them off on things that are working, I guess, from it, from either a digital standpoint or from like a front of house or back of house standpoint. And what you noticed was that people the human race 
prefer being entertained over being motivated. Yeah, yeah, but you also have to keep in mind that like I was so I was so determined to be popular when I first started the page because in my head, you know, I, I wanted to be Instagram famous and I wanted to be the cool guy and I wanted to be, you know, the restaurant page. And I was, I was so determined. I, I gave up. I gave up pretty quick. Like, <laughs> if I had given it a, you know, a bit more of effort, maybe something would have changed there. But I definitely, you know, I, I, but you're absolutely right. People definitely are, are interested in being entertained. And, and that's, you know, the consumer mentality that we have these days when it comes to social media is how fast can you entertain me? And, uh, and, and people are looking for that on a consistent basis. Yeah. And so what I always tell people, a lot of people come, come to me and they're like, you know, what works, what's working. And what I always say is like, listen to your audience. Um, so I was, I was in front of like, uh, I posted probably like 50 people yesterday and I was speaking to them about social media. These people were actually in the rest uh, the real estate industry, you know, and I said, go on your pages and look at where the most engagement is. And they basically all told me the same thing. Um, you know, whenever I post about houses, um, nobody really cares because I'm trying to sell. Uh, the minute that I post of my son at a ice cream shop and he has ice cream all over my face, it gets 120 likes. And I said, what you need to do is you need to figure out a way to make that type of personal post work within your business. And I said, when you can figure that out, right, and what your audience likes that's when you start to see things change. And just like you said, you started this Instagram page of uh, fall of last year, which you're absolutely right. That is a new page. Um, the minute you started listening to your audience and having a little bit more fun, that's when things kind of, I guess, seesaw for you. And you started to see things kind of skyrocket. And my assumption would be that it skyrocketed pretty quick. Yeah. Oh yeah, it did. And like the thing, like, and I think it's really cool that you say it the way you did, because that's exactly right. Once I started to actually have fun with my own page and stop trying to be something that I wasn't, that's when it really started to make a difference because I was comfortable. And then I, I stopped doing the page for other people. Like, and, and, like, it sounds silly to say that, but like, it's absolutely true. Like I, I do this for me now. Like I, I, I enjoy it. I love my page. It's like a job for me. And like, I love going to that job every single day. And, uh, and it's just awesome. So like, I, I have fun with it. I post the tweets that I think are funny that make me laugh that, you know, I sit there and I go, I, I think I'm the funniest person on the planet. And that's important because, <laughs> <laughs> you know, you, you have the kind of people that you, that you want to listen to, but yeah, like it, it did, it did take off quickly. So like, I think around Christmas, um, I had, uh, around somewhere between seven and 10,000 at Christmas time. And since that I've averaged about 10,000 followers a month um since since that point and that's when i switched over to the twitter so um it's it's been growing actually in june it was it at the at june i was at fifty thousand, and it's july uh what is it today the third and i'm at just about 65 so uh yeah. that, that number starting to go a little bit faster now as well but uh it's it's really started to uh to really blow up how's twitter working out for you so far Oh, Twitter's fine. I mean, Twitter, Twitter is a great social media platform and I have a lot of fun on Twitter. Um, you know, my Twitter following is nowhere near what it is on Instagram. I think I've got under 2000. Uh, actually, I'm, I'm just about 2000. But like, you know, I started that in January. So, um, so it's, it's, it's a lot slower on Twitter. And that's fine. The engagement is a lot slower, but it's a good medium to use uh, to get me over to uh, Instagram. Um, and, uh, and yeah, so I mean, like it's, it's good. And like, I have different followers on, on Twitter than I do on Instagram. So it's, it gets a wider reach of people. It's fun. Yeah. And that speaks a lot to what I always talk about, which is casting a wider net. Right. And so uh, I was in this, I was in this seminar yesterday and I'm talking to them and I was, you know, of course taking polls. I always do. I say, how many on Facebook, how many on Twitter, how many on Snapchat, how many on TikTok, how many on, uh, uh, LinkedIn, how, you know, just, I just keep asking. And what I find interesting is this, and I use this as an example yesterday. I said, when Facebook and Instagram went down the last time, where did you guys go? And everyone said, I mean, a majority of the room said Twitter. Yeah. And what I found interesting about that, I said that yesterday, is today you and I uh, are you doing our episode and we are running into that same issue again where, you know, People that follow you on Instagram, this, these 65,000 people that follow you on Instagram want to engage with you, want and are waiting for you. 
and they can't do that. So it's great that you widen and cast that net a little bit further where now you can say, hey, look, you, you might not be able to see my content on Instagram right now, no big deal. Hop over my Twitter and let's engage with each other. And I think that's what's so important about one, building out that personal brand, casting that wide net, reaching people that maybe necessarily are on Twitter, but not necessarily on Instagram. And it really helps build and elevate that personal brand to the next level. And um, that has really well, worked well for me. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm on every outlet possible because there's some people that are on LinkedIn that are not necessarily on Instagram, but I still want to you know, get my message to them. And I think, it's, I think it shows a lot that you've, you've uh, decided to widen that net a little bit. Oh yeah. I mean, it's, it is good. Like I, I try to do as much as I can. So I, like I am on YouTube as well. Uh, just cause I mean, a lot of people don't realize that I have actually quite a few videos, uh, that I've posted throughout and skits and stuff like that, that are kind of further down. I haven't done one in a while. Uh, I was on Facebook for a while right now. I do have that deactivated, but that will come back, uh, eventually. Um, yeah. So, I mean, it, it is important. I, I definitely agree. People, people are all over, all over the map. And just because people are really active on uh, Instagram and that's where I have the majority of my following, doesn't mean that uh, that I, I can't have a wider reach on all these other platforms. So that's the greatest thing about social media. There's the entire world and everybody's split up between their platforms that they like to use the most. So uh, it, it's fun to get involved everywhere you can. Yeah. And, and, you know, Facebook and Instagram going down today was a very interesting thing again. And I really, actually, I like it when it happens because I, I get to watch where people go. And what usually ends up happening is when you, go and look at the numbers um, the next day or the day after, um, you see the reach and the usage rates of these other platforms uh, go up and you start to kind of go, mm, okay, it gets you thinking a little bit where, man, maybe I should invest a little bit more, more into that. And I was talking to the ship drink guys about that and, I, and we were literally on the phone uh, doing our episode. And I, and I, and I said, you guys need to start a Twitter account like right now. And you should be on Snapchat too. These videos are hilarious. Um, you know, and I think people would get a kick out of your videos too. And it's like, you know, get those videos up on Instagram and get them up on Twitter and drive people back to those. Cause I think, you know, from a visual standpoint too, you know, you're, you are a cool looking dude. So like a lot of people I think would think that you maybe look like this like guy with his like button down white shirt, you know, out of his, you know, black, you know, general manager server dress pants. And that's not the case. Yeah. So it's, it's, you know what I mean? So it's like, you have, you have a good voice, you have a great sense of humor, you're a good looking dude. So it should be easy for you from a visual standpoint to kind of, you know, uh, create some, some real movement on, on those visual platforms too. So yeah, it's a good time. I mean, <laughs> I do I do whatever I can in that sense. I, I won't get into too much because I don't want to get too arrogant on you. And you know, you open that you open that door for me to get Aaron. I'm going to take it. I'm going to take it. Yeah. I'm going to run with that. I'm going to run with that. <laughs> no, I'm just bugging you. Um, but yeah, no, it's it's good. It's it's a great door. It's a great opportunity. It's 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 great for us to be able to you know have a reach everywhere that we can possibly go. But uh, yeah, I mean these these days where Instagram is down is tough. You know, like for example, for me, like I like to post at least twice a day. And, uh, and I'm not, I don't have the opportunity to do that today. Um, so that, like, that's, that, that's pretty tough for me. I, I don't like not being able to do that. Um, some people don't understand. Some people don't get it. Uh, you know, these people that are Instagram consumers on a sense that like, they're not on all the time, don't necessarily realize what's going on. Why are some people showing pictures and other people aren't like what, what's going on? Um, I am small enough of a page that the engagement factor is really, it, it matters, um, to my, position with what the Instagram algorithm and kind of all that stuff. So um, I, I can't really afford to post uh, a post that's going to have low engagement. So I, I, I'm kind of, I have to sit back and, and kind of wait for it to come back, but it's tough. I, I, I'm not a big fan of these days. Yeah. I mean, I'm a huge fan of quality over quantity. I mean, there's no question about that. I, I, I usually plan out what, what is going to happen the next day, the day beforehand, but um, what's, you know, so we were just talking about the, you know, the memes and things of that nature. And I'm a big fan of memes. I think memes really, for some odd reason, it's, it's a, a great counterculture to sending a message. It's almost like a text message in my, in my head where it's like, it, it can be taken one way or it can be taken the other way. How do you, how do you, what is your thought process when you're coming up with these amazing memes what what do you do to get yourself one into the mindset and then two when you do do it 
you know, what's the process behind it? That's a fun question. So for me, again, like I, I, I'm very heavily involved with the tweet memes. So um, basically what I'm doing all the time is listening and, uh, and, and writing down whatever I can. And some like, it, it's crazy how much you can find humor in anything. So one thing that I often need to remind people is that my page is satire. And for the most part, what I write did not happen. Um, but uh, it's, it's based off of the idea of what could happen um, and, and when people kind of present those opportunities. So, you know, if somebody makes a comment about, um, you know, the fact that they uh, had a hard time waking up today and they were late because they had to go get their iced coffee, um, you know, it's, it's one quick sentence that they say. And then I just quickly put it in my phone and say, okay, well, maybe this is something that I can get to later and see if I can come up with something funny about it. Or this guy at the wait, this is a tweet from forever ago, but this guy, you know, was, was waiting in line uh, at the, at the hostess stand to get a table and he tried to bribe me uh, to get a table. And then I go, okay, well, wouldn't it be funny if I made a post about a guy trying to get seated with Houston Rockets uh, tickets for, for tonight's game, we're going to see them right away. And so then like what I'm doing is just listening to what people are saying when they say the smallest things, and then I blow them up to make them, you know, big and exaggerated and fun. Um, so that, that's kind of my game. My game is, is taking everyday scenarios and then blowing them up, you know, as, as big and as imaginative as I can. It's, 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 I, I, it's basically writing sitcoms. That's what sick, that's exactly what sitcoms are. They take everyday situations and they blow them up into these hilarious things that are really, you know, they're everyday stuff. And that's why people relate to them so much. And that's the exact game that I like to play. So um, that, that's exactly what I'm doing. I'm just sitting there listening to people. And then when I have time, I'll sit down and I'll try to blast out, you know, 20 tweets um, or 15 tweets that I think are hilarious from that day or that week's, um, you know, list of lists of stuff that I have on my phone. Not every, not every one of them is going to fly. Some of them are going to absolutely suck. Some of them are going to bomb. And then some of them are going to be awesome. And I think one nice thing about Twitter is that I can kind of use my Twitter engagement to, you know, see what people are enjoying. And then I can kind of say, okay, well, you know, this is one that I'll move over to Instagram. So Instagram is more or less the highlights of what I'm writing on my Twitter account. But one of the fun parts about being on my Twitter is that you get so much more than uh, if you're on my Instagram account. I really like what you just pointed out, and that is a tip that anybody that's listening to this episode should take from this. What, what Phil's doing here is he's tasting Twitter, okay, and seeing the engagement on his Twitter, on his tweet that he puts out. He's tasting it there, and if he sees high engagement on that tweet, he then takes that tweet and moves it over to Instagram. And let me ask you a question, Phil. Did, did those... When you do that, do you tend to see that the engagement rates on between those two are pretty similar? I know you don't have as many followers on Twitter and that's fine, but I'm just saying from an interest and engagement standpoint, do you find they're similar? Yes. So yeah, the, I do. Like I can, if I post something that I know didn't have great Instagram or sorry, Twitter um, engagement, but I still think it's funny. So I'm going to post it anyway. Like I said, I do this for me. <laughs> uh, but if I think it's fine, I'm going to post it anyway, but I know it doesn't have that great. I know, like, I know what to expect for my likes and comments. Whereas if I post one that actually blows up on, on, on Twitter, then I know that it's going to be a banger on Instagram. And like a hundred times out of a hundred, that's been the case. Like there, there's been no, no point where that's swayed. Dude, that's, that's probably the biggest takeaway from this episode. And I really hope people listen to that because, and, and to be quite honest with you, even though that I'm considered quote unquote, someone who knows social media, I think that is a great, great, great tip uh, to be able to use. Um, one of the other funny things that I was just thinking about was um, it, it, that the meme thing has become kind of your thing where it is a meme. It's a tweet. It's a screenshot of a tweet that is a tweet. That's a meme. Have you ever thought about, changing from an aesthetic standpoint or are you just like dude screw it i like the way that this works i'm sticking with this it works really well or are you going to start kind of jumping more into using some of those tools like mematic and stuff like that to actually kind of brighten those things up i think you did one that was like the greatest showman and yeah. that one was really funny i think and, and i'll read it to you guys so you guys can hear it but if, if, if by the way if you don't follow him on instagram go do that right now while you're listening put your phone down, pause the podcast, go on Instagram and follow the honest restaurant manager on Instagram and you'll find this post. It's literally a picture of uh, the greatest showman, kind of like, you know, the movie poster. And it says, when you show up for work hungover as fuck, AF, 
but still make 20% on the day. Uh, 5,056 likes. And my assumption is people out there have felt that way. So I really like the, the imagery within the meme as well. Is that something that any of your followers have been saying or? Uh, yeah. So, I mean, if you scroll back further and I don't know how, how far scroll you scrolled back, but like, like that's what I used to do. Like all, all consistently. I was a, I was a picture memer, video memer. Um, and I did it for quite a few months. Um, but like, that was, that was a world that I just, I wasn't as successful at. I wasn't as, as good, as good at that. Um, and the reason is, is because like I said, like I'm, like I'm a big person. Like I, 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 my, my imagination is big. My emotions are big and I need as much space as I can to create stories. Um, in order to, to really, you know, get my point across and get my humor across. So that's why Twitter's worked so well for me because it's giving me an opportunity to really like, you know, you read my tweets and I can, I can create a story for you. Um, we in 140 characters or however many they let you have these days. Um, and, uh, and like that, that's, that's my game. That's what I do. So, so, I mean, I would definitely encourage you to scroll back and, and look at as far back as you can. I would go back to the beginning and look at what I was doing when I first started the page and like, I love doing it. I do it. I do it once a week. I go back to the beginning of my page and I just look at it and I go, wow, you were terrible. <laughs> and, uh, and it's, you know, it's humbling and it's good for me to see. And it's, it's, it's a lot of fun, but you know, I mean, I did get better at memeing. I wasn't, I wasn't the worst memer. I still managed to build, you know, seven, seven to 10,000 followers off, off doing it like that. So, um, you know, but you know, compared to what I, what I'm doing now, it's, it's no comparison. So, um, you know, I'll see, there are, there are definite memes on there that have five to 7,000 likes, but you know, my, some of my tweet memes have 40,000. Um, yeah, it's so funny. You're, you're absolutely right. And it almost kind of makes you try to figure out, you know, man, what's working? Like, what do they want to see? But it's, you're right. I'm going back and I'm looking now and, um, God, they're so fucking funny though, dude. Thanks dude. Some of these other ones are just like hilarious. Shit. You took what you, <laughs> I did the same, the same, uh, Steve Carell, uh, this was back on January 6th. I did that. Same. One? Yeah. I, well, I used that same image for a restaurant reputations Instagram post. And I can't remember <laughs> what I, I can't remember what I put there, but you said when you're holding a full tray and you, you trip and recover without dropping anything. And then it's Steve Carell saying parkour. Man, now I'm going back on my own account and looking at some of these, you can see, you can see when I started to integrate it a little bit. Yeah, it's, it's really interesting. And it's funny because Instagram did that update where you click one, I, which I love this update where you click one post and then you can start scrolling up and down and up and down. Oh, you get lost. Yeah, and I love that because it, it, is, it creates that rabbit hole effect, um, which is really good for accounts like yours because you could, this, your type of account is the type of account where, and that's why I get excited about it every day is, it's one of those accounts. It's like uh, going into Facebook watch or YouTube where you can get lost in the humor and the comedy and the, the, the uh, reality of humor in there, which your humor is very similar to Seinfeld humor or the mindset of that humor of everyday life, real type situations with a comedic edge on it. Yeah. Which is what it reminds me of. Man, this is fun going back and looking at all these pictures again. I got to get off this right now. I know, right? Get back to your interview. Oh, yeah, 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 right. Sorry. I'm lost <laughs> in my own account. Is, has, has, this been, has this been something that you've been able to – I guess my assumption would be eventually you want to make this something that, is the, that you can monetize. Has it, has it come to that point yet where you've been able to monetize on this popularity? Not yet. And like, that's okay. Because I, I have purposely, I, it, I've had, I shouldn't say that not yet. That's actually not the right answer. Not and it, at where I would like it to be. So I, I am very picky. Um, I know my plan of what I want to do with it in the future. Right. And if situations approach me that I don't think work towards that goal, then I don't entertain them. Um, so whereas, you know, there have definitely been opportunities for me to, you know, kind of take that, take that route. It's, it's not the direction that I want to go. And, uh, and, you know, like one day, you know, the, yeah, one day I, I do want this to be, 
you know, something different. I want it to be something big. I want it to be, you know, something where, um, you know, I, I can, I can travel and I can go places and I don't know under what circumstance that might mean yet. But, you know, when I was at 8,000 followers, I sure had big dreams of what it would be like when I had 50, um, you know, but <laughs> once you get to 50, it's like, oh man, well, I, I have nothing till I have a hundred. And once I have a hundred, I'm sure I'll feel the same way about 500. So um, I don't know what direction or, or, or what that means for me yet. Um, but, you know, I do know that eventually I want to use this in a, in a sense that's going to help people. Um, I know I want to do it in a sense that's going to make people laugh. Uh, and, and I have a good time doing it. So uh, one day we'll get there. It's not quite yet because I haven't been approached in the, in the direction that I want to be approached yet. And I don't necessarily know what that means yet. So I still have some figuring out that I need to do yet. I probably should do that sooner than later because, you know, it's, this page isn't slowing down at all right now. So right. Uh, I'm going to have to figure that out. But uh, the direction that, uh, you know, I'll, I'll use in that sense is, is still up in the air. But uh, I do know that I, I want it to be more one day, just, uh, just unsure of how I want to do that quite yet. Yeah, I mean, I guess my, I've, for, for people like you, I think a lot of it would be um, well, almost like cross-promoting each other where it's like you – the angry bartender, the bitchy waiter, both going to be guests on the podcast, obviously. Um, bitchy's uh, tomorrow, actually, which is pretty funny. Well, tell him to follow me because he I've been messaging him and he won't. I'm you sure. know what? I will, I will fucking Instagram direct message him. And you know what? I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it in the middle of this fucking episode. I'm going to hold on. I'm going to literally do this. Hey. He would say sorry. D, do me a favor. And go follow my boy at Honest Restaurant Manager right now while we are on air. Let's see if he does it. Because he literally just DM me like, let's I say. I him as well and said, whoops, sorry, this was an accident. Love you. Heart emoji. He just, he just DM me like two at two fifty five, So I know, and I know he's not doing shit right now. I don't know. I don't know what he's doing right now. I know his rest. I think the restaurant got closed down, but that cross promotion between you guys. And then maybe like you hooking up with the shift drink guys and doing videos with them. Like, I think that, I think you guys all working together to create something amazing to entertain people, I think is on the cusp. I think people are looking for something different from an entertainment standpoint and reality TV's done really well with that. And I think it's just about kind of that. The other side of it would be if I were a restaurant and I wanted to create a really funny and amusing and entertaining social presence, I would say, Hey Phil, um, how much would it cost for us to get, you know, five funny restaurant memes from you a month? And you probably are already doing something like that with somebody else, but my, that would be, that would be a huge benefit if I were a restaurant owner trying to figure out a way to get engagement on my pages. Sometimes finding creative people is a better route than trying to do it yourself. Yeah. I mean, that, that is, a, it's a really interesting viewpoint. And actually it's I actually kind of like that. Something that I haven't actually thought about, uh, but maybe something that I'll look into. Um, yeah, I mean, it's just monetizing your creativity. I mean, and that's, and in my opinion, I've never, I've, I, I'm a huge, obviously, I'm a, a big fan of capitalism, where I believe, hey, look, there's nothing wrong with, with, with going and helping people because I do a lot of that. Like a lot of the stuff that I, I charge for, I really give away for free majority of the time, and and that is in through education. If they want to support me, then they pay me. Um, but I don't do those types of things where the hard sale anymore. I really don't do that anymore. Um, yeah. and, and that, and that has benefited me more than hurt me, um, in, in the most recent years. Um, and so I think, you know, I, I think it's just a matter of time, man. I really do. I think with you, with your humor, with your satire, with the passion that you have for what you do, um, I think it's only a matter of time where somebody cashes in with you and goes, you know, let's, let's take this thing to the next level. I, I foresee reality entertainment. Um, that's the way that I see it. And what's so cool about nowadays is that you can do that shit yourself. You don't even need to wait for somebody to approach you. Oh, it's, it's absolutely true. Oh, no, you're not wrong in that at all. I mean, that's like Stallone shit where when he started, you know, when he did Rocky. Yeah. You know, the, guy, the guy wasn't getting hired um, to do film. 
And so he goes, he writes his own film, movie, movie company tries to buy it. And he goes, the only way I'm going to sell it to you is if I'm the star in the movie. And he, you know, he created his own celebrity um, through that. Uh, and he knew, and, you know, I don't think he would be here and be in the, the situation that he's in if he would have kind of not created it for himself. And so I think that's what you've done here. And I think, I think, you know, people are engaged, dude, I've never, I mean, the engagement rate's fucking ridiculous. I wish I had that shit. Like it's, oh, crazy. it's crazy. It's great. And I, I couldn't, I couldn't ask for anything better. And like, I made a couple group chats with a couple guys and some of them have way, way higher, you know, follower counts than I do that wonder how I have that engagement, excuse me, sorry, that engagement rate. And, uh, you know, honestly, like, I, I think that the restaurant community is unbelievable. Yeah, I think that like, they're amazing. And like, one thing that I've been doing a lot lately is, you know, I've been working very hard just recently to get a little bit more popular in the general meme community. Um, and uh, to, so I've, I've been branching outside of restaurants a little bit, like not a lot, but like, it's not hard to tell uh, that I have been a little bit, you know, doing posts about specifically wine or, um, you know, just, just you know, women or men in general. Um, you know, it, it, where I'm trying to kind of go with that is like, I'm kind of doing more of the service lifestyle than I am doing specifically working inside of a restaurant. Um, and, uh, I mean, the nice thing is, is that it's still being received unbelievably well, uh, but it's still giving me a chance to kind of branch out a little bit as well, which has been, which has been really nice, but it helps me build that engagement outside of, you know, specific restaurants, um, which, which has been good for me as well. But I would, I would completely attest all of my engagement numbers to just the service industry being so big and so amazing. <laughs> and, uh, and, and there's just, there's nothing like it. There's absolutely nothing like it. You know what the coolest thing is, is, is like, I work in Canada. You know, I, 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 I grew up in Saskatoon, Saskatchewan and worked in the industry there for my whole life before I moved to where I am now doing what I'm doing. And what I'm saying resonates with everybody around the world and and like that's that's cool there's there's nothing there's it, it's such an amazing industry that it has the opportunity to do that you know more or less you know the north america absolutely 100 percent. there's a lot of times where i have to have separate conversations with people that are from europe uh, or australia where they don't necessarily understand what i mean when i say something or i say a term they don't understand um or you know they don't like tipping culture is very different uh, across the world but you know in North America specifically it's 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 crazy that you know someone like me from from nowhere prairie man is able to say the stuff that resonates with you know all the servers in New York and Los Angeles it's 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 crazy it's absolutely crazy yeah it's funny because what I mean you just said it there it resonates because the industry is quite similar across all cultures it's not really any different um, in Canada I mean I've been to Canada um, and I, you know, when I, Canada and, you, and the U S are very similar, very, very similar. I, you guys are a lot nicer than we are in my opinion. <laughs> I think that's actually debatable. Yeah. I don't know. I've met some, whenever I'm in Canada, I have, a, I have friends in Canada. I, have, I do business in Canada. I have a lot of friends there and they are some of the nice people. I always get confused though, when they say Z or Z instead of Z, that always kind of confuses me. <laughs> um, and there's a couple other different ones, but I got to tell you, man, it's the, the relationship between us and Canada has always been, uh, at least good in my eyes from the person, the people that I've uh, interacted with there, but you're right, man. It, the industry resonates in all cultures and in, in, in many countries. And you probably see that in the diversity of your followers. There's no question. Oh yeah. It's fun. What, what was, I mean, we kind of got into the, the reason behind you starting it, but what, what was the reason? So you're, you're, you're at the restaurant, you're working as a, as a manager, general manager of a restaurant or bar, and just run me back to it. So one day just, you were just like, fuck it, I'm starting a, a Twitter account or I'm just starting an Instagram account. I'm going to see what happens. That was exactly it. And then, and, and it was, I was, I was at home that day and I just did it. And like, I thought about it for months. I thought about it forever. Um, you know, like this is something that I wanted to do. And I remember even saying, you know, a year before I started it, that I, one day I wanted to try and see if I could become popular on the internet in some way. And, uh, and you know, people laughed at me for that one, but like, I thought, you know, the, I, I can do it because like, I, I'm the type of guy I study like really, really hard. I study, 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 and then I apply. Um, and I like to challenge myself in ways that, you know, I'm always doing a million things. 
I imagine you're the same way. Um, it's just, you know, that's the way our, our brains work. And, uh, and you just, so one day I just, I, I decided that I was like, screw it, I'm going to do this. So I didn't actually start it that night. I, I spent about a week studying, um, millennial culture, uh, starting studying Instagram culture, um, studying Instagram, like tips and, and kind of all that stuff and, you know, how to become, you know, popular and kind of all that stuff. And I, and I studied it like every day and I still study it a lot um like actually almost every day I, I spend time reading about how to you know better engage with people and and to get more followers and you know do everything like that because i i think that that's a, a step that most people miss um a lot is they just think that okay i'm going to start this and become big one day uh without putting in the work and studying the groups that like i'm i'm reaching out to a specific group so i want to know how that group's going to react to me on social media so i study it um Anyway, so I did that forever. I'm still doing it. But like, yeah, then one day I just kind of said, okay, well, I'm going to give this a go. And I made 15 uh, little thingies, little writing things that were like motivational. And I posted three of them. And I was like, okay, well, why don't these have 100 likes? <laughs> I, don't, I don't get it. I did. I studied. But these should have You're like, fuck it, man. 100 to my benchmark. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. And they had 12. Um, and uh, so I was like, okay, well, I'm going to post a meme then. Like seriously, man. Like I, I flipped in like a day, and uh, and and then I posted my first meme, and I was like, actually, that was actually kind of funny. Maybe I'll do this, and uh, so like, like I was, I wasn't sure what I was gonna do. I just, I, I wanted, I wanted to be motivational, um, and you know, and I still found a way to do it in my own specific way. And if you look at any of my stories, you'll see it. I mean, you'll, 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 you can definitely see it if you watch my like my saved highlight stories. Um, and I actually should probably get into it a little bit more. I haven't done it in a little bit, but uh, yeah, I mean, it just, it just was one day I just decided to just go for it. And I, and I, I took the step, but I took the leap, but I mean, I didn't do it blindly. I, I spent a lot of time doing the research. Well, you shift, you shift too, because your feed is humor, funny reality. Um, and then when you get into the stories, you become you it's 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 almost like honest restaurant manager sits in the feed and hangs out and then when we get into the stories you know then we kind of get to we actually get to meet phil and we we kind of go through you know kind of the things that you're going through and and you know that to me is very cool because it's multifaceted and it also gives creates a, a more personal kind of feel because the angry bartender who we're going to be interviewing as well he's anonymous. No one knows who he is. Yeah. So for him, you know, he's very, con that was one, one of the big things with us. He's very concerned. His, he doesn't want to be publicly, you know, no notable from his personal life. He wants to be more notable as anonymous, which makes it kind of cool. Um, it's almost like marshmallow, but um, you know, I don't, he, I don't know if he's ever really going to be able to, to, maybe he will come out one day and, and say who he is. I would love for him to have done it on the podcast, but he won't do it. But <laughs> I, I, I love that with you, it's multifaceted that we get on a restaurant manager in the feed and we get Phil in the, in the stories. Um, and, and, and to me that creates more uh, of a personal relationship too. The internet is such a funny place where people love to feel like they know people they've never met. Yes. And, and it's, it's crazy because it's such an important part of culture these days. Um, but it is, it's, it's so, so important. So like one thing for me and one of the things that I actually live and die by with my engagement is that I want people to feel like they know me. I want people yeah. to feel like they, you know, they go to bed that night learning something about my life and, uh, and like, like they have a chance to talk to me. I try to answer as many, you know, direct messages as I possibly can. And I, I can't get to all of them. And if, if anyone's listening here and I haven't responded to one of yours, I'm sorry. Um, but like, I try my best to respond because I, I want to talk to people. It's, it's, I want, I want to get to know you and, uh, and I want to be part of your life. And it makes a big difference to people when, you know, they feel like they're actually talking to somebody that they know. I like, I try to, again, I try, I try to like every single comment that comes through on my page. I try to comment on any comment that is directed to, you know, not tagging somebody else. Um, you, you like, I, I try, I, I really, I care about that stuff because I want people to have that connection with me. 
because it makes them want to do it more and it makes them want to be part of my page in my life. And it's cool. And I, I love, I love it. So I wouldn't trade that for anything. So, I mean, like, you know, it, I definitely do understand why people want to stay anonymous. I was anonymous for a long time. I was anonymous till I was, I think 15,000, maybe 20,000. I was anonymous. Um, I didn't, I didn't have my face on there. I didn't do videos. I didn't do any of that stuff. So that's, that's all, that's all since 15, 20,000 that I decided to actually, you know, bring myself into it. And I'm really glad that I did. I wouldn't change it for anything. I love, I love it being me. Um, but it wasn't always that way. So I definitely understand why people want to stay anonymous. When you, when you did that, when you, you kind of came about yourself and let me preface it with this. Um, Phil said a couple of things about what, what he does from an engagement standpoint on his page. Um, 100% he tries to get to every direct message, but he engages within the post with people instead of just posting. And that's where a majority of you fail is you post and then you sit back and wait. And that's a problem. So I want you to think about something real quick while you're listening to this episode. When you post something and someone engages and they comment, that's one, that's one comment. When you comment back, that's two comments. When they comment back thanking you for commenting, that's three. And when you go back one more time, that's four. People engage with posts when they see more comments. So yeah. they generally, if they're interested in the, the post first, then they see people commenting. They want to see what's happening in the kitchen over there. And so that is something very, very important that I want you to take away from that. But I want to talk about what you were just kind of talking about when you came out of the, I guess I could say he came out of the closet, everyone. <laughs> but when, when you were like, okay, I'm putting myself on front street. Um, the honest restaurant manager is me. It's Phil. Um, did you do that in like an exciting kind of build up way? Or you, were you just like, yo, I'm the guy. Uh, yeah, no, I, I just kind of did it. Um, I you probably, wish now you would have went back and built it up like this, this amazing event. Yeah. Like there's, I know. why not? Like it, it would have been. You can only do it once, bro. Yeah, exactly. Like I, people, people know it's me. I can't do it again. Uh, like, we, we already know it's you. Um, but yeah, like, I don't know. Like it, sometimes it's fun to go back and think how, how could I have done it differently? But yeah, I was so nervous at the time. Right. Like it was so, it was to me, like 15,000 was so many people and, and yeah, dude, it's a lot of fucking people, man. Well, I mean, that, that's a, that's a hockey stadium. Sorry, I'm Canadian. Yeah. <laughs> um, fucking hockey. But, uh, it really is about that stuff. Right. <laughs> we're winning soccer. We're, we're winning soccer cups over here, bro. <laughs> there you go. Um, hey man, we won the NBA championship. Yes, um, it's uh, so like, to me, like that was, it was crazy to me to think that I was going to do this and what that was going to mean. And, you know, how many of my like people that I work for are going to see this and go, Oh my gosh, this guy is doing this. And, um, did you think it was going to affect your job at all? At first I did. Yeah. And that's why I kept it anonymous for so long. Um, cause I thought that it was going to affect my job and I think, like, I'm not, I'm not a shift manager. I'm not a, like, I, I, I run a store, like it's my store. Um, and, uh, you know, so you wonder what people, you know, that you work for are going to think about that. But to be honest, like, it's been nothing but incredible. And like everybody that works in my company follows the page, including like the president of the company follows the page and we talk about it and it's, it's, it's great. It's awesome. It's awesome. It's a great tool. And, uh, and it's, it's nothing like I thought it was going to be at first, but when it, when it first happened, I was, I was scared. I was scared to say right. that. It me. Um, but yeah, I mean, that, that, that's probably why I did make it a big deal when I first did it. Yeah, and so so it got so it got accepted by the, the people that you work for. Um, have they tried to utilize your leverage uh, within their own social media, or have they stayed away from that? No, no, no. They 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 leave me alone. They let me do my own thing. They wow. they enjoy it. They have a lot of fun with it. Um, and like you know, like one, I, I want to pay them back one day. I'd love to use you know my page to support them in specific ways. I haven't decided how, how I could do that yet. And still, you know, what, one thing that's crazy is that you have to be so when you, when you do have a, when you do have a formula that you follow, if you break the formula, it's a big deal. <laughs> um, and people just like, they'll unfollow you in droves yeah. um, if you break your formula. So there's definitely things that you have to, that you have to process and think about. So um yeah, so it's gonna be it's gonna be time before I figure out how I'm gonna repay them in that sense. But one day I will. 
maybe you should put, repay them by handling all their social media. <laughs> yeah, well, Unless you already fucking do it. They were probably like, dude, this fucking guy should be running our social media. <laughs> no, I, I'll leave that. I'm not a professional. I'm just me. But uh, <laughs> they have professionals that do that. They do just, just fine. They're, they're pretty good at their jobs. That's good. That's good, man. Um, so, you know, what, run me through the top three parts of it. That's what we were kind of, we were kind of, just, we kind of touched on it a little bit, but run me through the top three parts of, of the, the re, I guess, the reasoning behind the page. Uh, well, in, like personal engagement, uh, like that's, that's, that's really huge, you know, helping people through stuff. I used to do things called um, advice nights um, and I could never do that anymore. There's just, there's too many people. Um, but well, I mean, maybe I could, I just wouldn't be able to get to everybody. Right. Uh, the nice thing is, is like I was back then I was able to get to everybody and that was a big thing for me, you know, helping literally everybody that sent me a message. Um, but I love doing advice nights. They were super fun. Like people would just send me questions about the restaurant and then I would answer them um, and, you know, try to help them out as much as I can. Uh, it, 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 there's a lot of things that I can't help out with, you know, like I'm not there. I don't know you. I don't know the person that you have an issue with. Like I, I can't necessarily help you um, with that specific situation. But, you know, I can still say, you know, it was a lot of opening lines of communication. A lot of people don't necessarily realize how important that is. Um, so, yeah, like that, that part of it's been really cool, being able to influence people in that sense and, and help them along. Um, just the amount of people that message me and tell them, sorry, that tell me that, you know, I, they love my page. They love look, looking and, and laughing and, you know, they've been with me for this long. And, you know, they, that stuff makes my day every single day because, like, it's it's – six months ago, I was that guy too. <laughs> like yeah. that's crazy. It wasn't even a year ago where I was, you know, the guy messaging people being like, Oh my gosh, you were so hilarious. And you know, like six months down the road, you know, people are messaging me saying that I'm changing their life. And, uh, and it's, it's, it's crazy to me, but I mean, I, I love it. And I love building these relationships with people. It, uh, it does become overwhelming. Yeah. Oh yeah. It definitely does. I'm going to tell you, like, I kind of deal with the same thing where I get, you know, a lot of the direct messages and I try to get to every single person and it becomes overwhelming. It's like a job. And if you're in a relationship with someone, they get very, they can get very uh, upset from a standpoint of like, man, their phone's never down. And it's like, because you, like you were just saying from a formula standpoint, like part of my formula is like, respond to everybody, like give them everything that you have every time they engage with you. And yeah. um, it's like a second job. It really is. And I know you feel that way. It's like oh, a second yeah. job. Well, I mean, like, I can't imagine for you, like you're, you're like an actual like coach. <laughs> like, yeah, right. Your years must be 10 times more than what mine is. Um, so yeah, no, I, I definitely, I can, I can sympathize with that. No fucking way, man. You got like 30,000 more followers than me. Your DMs are probably battered. Mine are just extremely complex questions. <laughs> that's fair. Okay, that's fair. Right? Which kind of leads me into what I find very interesting about this is that, you know, along with everybody that we're kind of going through this month of going through people that are in the industry that have these amazing stories and these amazing pages, um, as a general manager in what we do, right, as, as what, what, what Restaurant Reputations does, what my agency does for restaurants, how important are, and you can be brutally honest. Like if you're like, I don't give a fuck about online reviews for our restaurant. If that, if that's the case, that's cool. But how important to you are the reviews of the people that come into the restaurant and leave a review, whether it's positive or negative, what's the importance to you of responding back to that customer? A hundred times out of a hundred. Uh, I don't care. I don't care what the review is. I don't care if it's thanks for dinner um or if it's this was the worst experience i've ever had i can't believe that you or anybody in your restaurant has jobs um i don't care i don't care uh what what the review is all reviews get responded to um whether it's an email to me whether it's a, a submitted uh form review whether it's an online review um i don't care and and there's a few reasons why it it shows well wow i could talk about this for for a day um i'm gonna start this how to say this. a lot of restaurant managers listen to this podcast and i think from uh, you know it's very seldom do we get an actual restaurant manager who has in, in my opinion very huge digital clout but at the same time is is sits in the weeds um and can can you know go on it which is good here's the thing this is this is how i'm going to say it. people get so caught up in pride 
and including myself and, and, and wanting to be so good at, and in knowing what they're capable of giving, that it's very easy to be blinded by the idea that perception in all cases has has reality to it. So if, if, if somebody is coming to you saying that, you know, they had a specific issue with the restaurant, regardless of whether or not you sit back and go, okay, well, it's, it's ridiculous that they said that their food took this long, or it's ridiculous to say that they waited that long to be seated, or like it, that, that stuff doesn't matter. What matters is the fact that somebody came in and had a negative response to the idea of, of what your restaurant was and what you that you had to offer and now you have an opportunity to come in and, and change that and 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 have that person go out and tell people oh my gosh look what this person did for me and uh and, and it makes a difference now i mean obviously there's going to be people out there that you can't make happy and that there's sure. going to be people out there that are gonna you know the, you, there's there's nothing you can do for them and, and, and that's fine but that's one out of a hundred and the other 99 are are genuine genuine concerns and or just somebody that just wants to be listened to so to sit back and ignore what people are saying to you or saying about you um, is, is just, to me, it's unbelievably naive because you get caught up in this pride that you are good at what you do and you are good at what you do. Every restaurant manager out there, I mean, you are a manager because you're good at what you do. You run your store, you own your store because you're good at what you do. But if you are too naive to take a look at what is coming back to you and responding in a humble and positive way, then you're missing out on a huge audience and a huge opportunity to be even more successful because the online community is so large and so, so, so important that I, it's crazy to me when people don't take, uh, don't take it as seriously as they should. Sorry, I got passionate about that. No, not at all. And I, and I love that because people don't realize the influence or impact that the community can have in the health of an actual business. And I think that the new restaurant managers that are now coming up, I, I, you know, I'm 40, so I would say maybe from our generation and a little bit below me are starting to kind of open the eyes up of the older generations, pretty much stating that the community is the decision maker, whether this succeeds or doesn't succeed. So the ego has to be removed from it immediately. Yeah. Right. Uh, and that's what I always tell a lot of people is, is that, look, I always say this, especially the negative review. I'm like, the review response is not necessarily for the person who left the negative review. It's for the next person that sees the review to see how you handle negative feedback. Absolutely. And you become an asshole and you blast off and you decide that you want to respond in a certain way, you have no idea how many customers you lose from that standpoint. You have no idea how much revenue you actually lose as well. Um, it's untrackable. And, and it's just, I, I think it's becoming more apparent um, now than it was before. We were just lucky enough to kind of see further into the future a bit you know, seven years ago when we started this business, I think we were a little bit more uh, foreseeing uh, what was what was to come. Yeah, I don't I don't know where to start with that. <laughs> Other than the fact that I, I completely agree with it. Um, like, I think you're absolutely right. You nailed it on the head. Um, you know, I think that a lot of people get really like, you remember when there was that one, it was a viral message of, of a of a restaurant owner responding to a person you know, as a real person. And it was like really, really negative, but like kind of chopped them at the feet. Do you, do you remember that? It was huge. It was I do. Huge. It went viral. It was viral. Absolutely viral. It was, it was everywhere. And it became this cool thing that people wanted to try and do. And you saw it happen everywhere. And it's just like, I couldn't be more shocked that people were actually trying it. Yeah. Because like this one person, sure it was funny and like everybody enjoyed it. And like, Awesome. Good, good for that person. But every single person that tried to copy that, that afterwards hurt their business and such it is exactly what you said. It's, it's everybody that comes and reads the comment section. If you go to my page on my restaurant on Google, which you'll never know what it is, <laughs> but if you did, you would see that every single response every single review that was left has a response by me. And it's, it's by me. I'm the one that does it. I don't hand it off to somebody else. It's my job. It's what I do. And like that, that goes, that goes a really long way. And if people see that forever and it, it doesn't, it doesn't, I, I, sorry, I'm going to, I'm going to put a lid on it before I talk for a day about this stuff. But I just think, I think you're absolutely right. Yeah. And, and 
just by the way, if you don't like responding to your own online reviews, visit restaurantreputations.com and we'll do it for you. That was just a little plug for myself there. Um, but the, <laughs> um, I, I love that you, you feel that way. And if you didn't feel that way, that would be fine too. Um, because we have, you know, there's some people that I, I've been able to help convince, I guess convince would be the word, but I, 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 I sometimes shy away from it, but convince them that this is the right path for them. And they've, come later on and basically said, you know what, you were right. A lot of people also don't realize, and I'm glad you pointed out Google there for a second, is that responding to reviews really helps boost up organic SEO. So if you don't like paying for Google ads, that's a great way for you uh, to kind of boost up your uh, organic SEO reach um, using keywords that uh, are typically used within your business. Um, it's a great way to do that. So just a little, little tip and trick, I knew because I knew Phil gave me some meme tips and tricks here. And that's kind of how I want to finish it off. Anybody that's interested in social media at this point, do you have, give me three, give me three apps that you really like from a social media standpoint and get, get, like creative standpoint, and then, um, and then we'll close it out. Um, do you mean like, like creating? Yeah, three apps. It can be mobile apps or it can be whatever else. Three apps that you use from a creativity standpoint that you like that kind of have helped you along the way as a creator. Uh, Kate, I mean, obviously Twitter has been my number one. Um, outside of that, I use, uh, I do use Mematic whenever I do a picture meme. Um, that is, that, that is what I use. Um, I use splice for my videos. So if I'm ever making a video, I'll use splice. Um, and then outside of that, like I use, Insta message is one that I'll use for any time that I want to post uh, something that isn't necessarily tweet material, but something that I want to get across to everybody. I'll use Insta message. Um, and let's just keep going. Easy stories is one that I'll use if I want to cut my videos. Um, and you never, ever, ever, ever discount iMovie. iMovie is awesome. iMovie is great. Yeah. And if you've used, if you like iMovie, you should try clips, mm. which is by Apple as well. Yeah. Um, and it, it's really good from a subtitling standpoint because a, a lot of people that do video, they sleep on subtitles and what they, what they forget is when they watch videos themselves on social media, they typically are not listening with the volume one because they, they're afraid of what may come out of those speakers. So I, and I like all those apps. Um, I use Mematic myself for, for our memes and it, it is by far the easiest mobile application to create like, fucking awesome ass memes. It's, it's absolutely great. Nematic so, is the one. All good tips. Um, absolutely all good tips. Phil, um, where can everyone follow you? Uh, so, I mean, biggest one, obviously Instagram at honest manager or sorry, honest restaurant manager, uh, on Twitter, I am at manager honesty, uh, YouTube or anywhere else. You can just search, uh, at honest restaurant manager. You'll be able to find me, uh, in Twitter is the only one where, where it's a little different at manager honesty. Uh, but everywhere else it's at honest restaurant manager as well as when you go to the honest restaurant manager instagram page they can also now follow you uh personally as well correct yes my link to my personal page is there if you like they, looking they, at they have to request it or is it public oh they have to request that one. Oh yeah so you got to get in the door like i did i'm in the door baby <laughs> do you follow my personal account Dude, absolutely, of course. Yeah, let me double check that just before I before I say it, because I'm a hundred percent positive that I do. Because I would never. I, there's no way that I would follow you everywhere else and then be like, "Now nah, I'm not gonna. I don't give a shit about his personal life," because that would be the opposite of how I work. If Instagram worked right now, I would be like super happy. No, God damn! Can you believe that, bro? Odd Collins started following you. Oh man. man, that is brutal, man! I can't believe that. And you know, of course, ye old bitchy waiter has not direct messaged me back, so he's being real <laughs> bitchy right now. He's being, being a little bitch, and he's allowed to do that because he is the bitchy waiter. But I guarantee you that Phil will get a follow from the bitchy waiter. And man, dude, if we could pair those two together. Holy shit, a bitchy waiter and an honest restaurant manager working together. Oh my God. <laughs> you, keep, you keep dreaming for now. <laughs> oh man. You know, it's, you just got to get him in at, at the right time, man. But uh, I, I'm hoping that I can make that connection for you too, because I think you guys would be able to do some funny ass shit together. Well, Phil, 
Thank you so much for being on the podcast, man. I, I can 100% guarantee this is not going to be the last time that the Honest Restaurant Manager is on the show because I want to bring him back to talk about the importance of using digital uh, and running a restaurant because I think that'll be a really good topic for a lot of you restaurant managers out there that listen, um, knowing that there's restaurant managers out there that are really utilizing these social media and digital platforms to not only help themselves um, create personal brands, but at the same time, also helping evolve the brands that they work for or work with or own. So something that I think will be a very, very good episode. And, you know, Phil, you know, if you would love to come back, we would love to have you. Oh, of course. Of course. We'll see you soon. Awesome, my brother. Well, thanks again. And uh, I, you already had a great Canada Day. So we're going to have a 4th of July tomorrow and uh, celebrate our independence. Awesome. I hope you enjoy it. Thank you, brother. I appreciate it. We'll talk soon. This has been a Todd Collins official production in conjunction with Platinum Reputations. Be sure to follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Todd Collins Official or visit us at www.toddcollinsofficial.com. Want to be on the show or become a sponsor? Message us on Facebook and tell us why.